0: I don't really have, like, an official, like, lesson or sermon that I kind of <laughs> wanted to share. But, um, yeah, basically. But rather, I kind of just wanted to sort of share kind of experiences that I've had in college and kind of different milestones that I've kind of hit um, and things that have really caused me to grow and also caused me to change. So, flashback to um, Daniel freshman year coming into college. Um, Coming into college, I kind of had almost a dual mindset of me, okay, wanting to find a campus ministry, wanting to get plugged in somewhere, um, but also at the same time, me kind of wanting to get sort of the full college experience, per se, Um, and so I did one of those things for quite a few months um, until I started kind of, I guess, it probably started just with Jessica and Kiara and Juliana and Courtney Um, because we lived in Clemson House on the second floor. Um, And so they had kind of talked to me a little bit, um, kind of invited me out and kind of brought me out to Bible Talk. And so that's kind of where I first started getting plugged in. Um, And again, I just kind of want to share just three sort of main kind of things that I learned. Um, So probably one of like the biggest thing that I learned my freshman year was really how how to be a disciple and what that looks like and also how to have a deep relationship with God. Um, So to start off with that, I'm going to look at a chapter in John 13. John 13, verse 34. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. So I think of this scripture, and there's almost sort of like three phases for me. And I would say the first phase is probably the last part, is that by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. So for me, what that looked like is that I actually sort of, I had to see kind of the love that, again, the people that were living in my hall, and also Adam and Daniel, um, I really saw the love that they had for one of another, And that almost kind of got me more intrigued and got me thinking, okay, you know, maybe there's something that I'm missing out. You know, maybe there's something that I need to figure out. Maybe there's something that I need to learn a bit more about. And so through that, um, I started studying the Bible. Uh, I started studying just with Adam and with Daniel. Um, And so they really challenged me in a lot of ways, challenged me in ways that I had never really been challenged before, I think, a lot of times. So that almost kind of brought me to sort of this next step of loving one or Jesus saying, as I have loved you. Um, And so for me, I really had to kind of figure out the ways that, okay, well, how does Jesus love me? You know, what does this look like right now as a college student in Clemson? Um, And so for for me, I think one of the biggest things was studying out probably the cross. Um, Studying out, you know, the crucifixion of Jesus um, and just how he felt during all of those things was probably had one of the biggest impacts on me, certainly um, as I started Making that process towards discipleship, Um, because it was the first time that I had really sort of personalized it. I had kind of realized that okay, like you know, Jesus died. He died on the cross. You know, for me, he died for my sake. He died, you know, for my sins. And so for me, that was just incredibly, just impactful. Kind of to relate that towards myself individually. So as I started doing that, you know, I realized that okay, you know, I have to respond to this in some sort of way. I'm either going to change. Or I'm kind of going to go back sort of to kind of what I was doing and that there really wasn't an in-between. So that required to me to make like a lot of hard and difficult decisions, um, especially just based on some of the choices that I had made kind of the first couple of months going into college, and that I essentially had to like kind of stop and sort of reprocess things and almost like shift gears, and that gear shifting was not super comfortable at first by any means. Um and it. Made me, like a lot of, uh, made me to kind of make a lot of different choices that kind of just affected, you know, my living situation and the people that I was hanging out with prior and then also just who I was going to choose to um, hang out with continuing and who, how I was going to continue just to respond to the things around me. Um, so that kind of takes me sort of to this third part of this that um, kind of got me, I suppose, is I have loved you, so you must love one another. So there's the scripture of, okay, or there's the idea of, okay, seeing the love for one another, me kind of understanding God's love and kind of relating that to me personally. Now, how do I respond to that, and how do I continue to love other people? Um, And again, that also required me really to think internally, because the way that I acted and the things that I did also affected how I loved other people. So that caused me, once again, to sort of deny myself in ways that I'd never really done before and also really just strive to just kind of develop godly relationships with people as well, Um, just with you all um, and just with people and classmates and things like that. So that was freshman year, kind of sort of transitioning and kind of moving in, Um, just growing a lot and developing a lot of relationship with you guys and um, really seeing that. Um, And then I would say the next biggest thing for me that was sort of a milestone in my faith Was probably the loss of Austin, was probably the next biggest thing for me. Um, Just because, I mean, we had grown really close together and living with him over the summer, to him making Jesus Lord, to then us sort of, again, really just encouraging each other and spurring one another on. Um, And so after he had passed, I just, I was really frustrated and I was really. Confused as to why it happened, and I was frustrated with the fact that, you know, there I didn't have any answers. I really didn't have any answers as to why any of this could have happened, um, why it happened, like, the reason that it happened, and things like that, because, I mean, I'm thinking, like, I don't know. I, me, I naturally tend to, like, think 10 years down the line, which probably isn't healthy, so I'm thinking, like, dang, like, I wonder what Austin and I's friendship's going to look like 10 years down the road. I'm wondering who he's going to marry. I'm wondering who's, who's he going to... Like help and things like that, and then for him to just kind of leave us so abruptly, it was just really, really challenging for me. Um, and I think actually one really cool thing that I actually learned just a few weeks ago there was a there was a brother in town from Greensboro, and he was staying with us, and he had asked, "Hey, like, where's Austin at?" You know, and things like that. And I was like, "Oh, snap!" So I kind of I told him that he'd pass, I didn't really tell him how. But he shared, like, dang, man, like, he was, like, one of, like, the main reasons, like, or he was a big part of me making that decision to become a disciple because apparently um, during, it was, like, the Greenville SEC, um, he had been staying with us. And so him and this other brother, they would, like, sli- they were, like, never got any sleep because they were literally up all night talking with each other. Um, and J- Austin, um, he had shared just a lot of the things that he had gone through Um And then Joey saying that, you know, wow, this is a big deal. So afterwards, like, he became a disciple, and so we started sharing, or Joey just shared that with all of us. I'm like, wow, like, that's such an awesome thing. Um, But in the moment, um, I was really frustrating, and it was really challenging, um, because I had a hard time thinking of why, you know, why did all these things happen, you know? Um, so I actually turned to the Book of Job. That was kind of a sort of a thing that I started reading, um, was kind of directed to, and kind of really just to help me out. Um, Job verse, um, starting in verse thirty-eight, but in reality was the whole story, um, just of Job just losing everything, and he was constantly just in a state of emotion, of constantly just. Questioning, you know, why are all these things happening? Like, who are you, God, to just do all of these things? And then, so this is God's response here. Um, it said, Then the Lord spoke, oh, this is starting in chapter one, or in verse one, sorry. Then the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm. He said, Who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you, and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand who marked off its dimensions. Surely you know who stretched a measuring cro- who stretched a measuring line across it, and what were its footings set, or who laid its cornerstone. And again, just for a couple of chapters, Job is re- or the, God is really just describing his character of how he created all of these things, and then Job was just left there, just completely humbled by the experience, in a complete state of like. I despise myself because of who you are. Um, I never really got to that point of me despising myself. But either way, um, it just, for me, it showed me how big God, how big God was um, and how it really isn't up for me to know a lot of these things that kind of happen and why things happen, but they just do. But it's more along the lines of me developing and gaining a level of trust in God um, and just understanding that things happen and they're out of my control. Um, I think initially after kind of Austin had passed, um, you know, there were a lot of unanswered questions that I really want to know the answer to, and eventually I thought, okay, maybe, maybe soon, like, I'll figure some things out, maybe soon I'll kind of know what happened, but I mean, I still don't know anything, and I still won't really know, and I'm always, you know, constantly kind of questioning, you know, where is Austin, you know, like, am I ever going to see him again type thing, um, and so I really had to wrestle with that, and I still have to wrestle with that a lot. And, um, I, again, it just causes me to just develop a trust in God and his character and his plan for all of us. Um, so that was sort of the second sort of milestone that um, I had kind of gone through in college. Um, and then I think the third one kind of followed immediately after that, um, where I had actually um, was, I had the opportunity to go and kind of just live in another country for four months which was really awesome. I got to go to Spain, and I was in Barcelona, and I was there with a couple of other Clemson students, and I was able to travel around a bit. Um, And it was fun, and I had a lot of great experiences. I was actually able to meet a lot of other just disciples around the faith, um, just around the world, which was an incredible experience. Um, But also at the same time, like, it was just a really, really challenging time for me in my spiritual sort of journey. I think this sort of aspect of it was that, okay... My faith—it can't rely on a church, it can't rely on the people, and it can't rely on other sort of people that I've always looked up to. You know, my faith has to come between me and God, um, and that was a very sort of rude awakening at first because I just almost felt like I was just picked up and then just put in Barcelona. I'm like, okay, now when I do kind of thing. Um, luckily, there are there's like a house church there, and so I'd meet with them whenever I could, but it still was a bit challenging. Um, And during that time, like, I really, my faith started getting really shaky. I started being tempted in a lot of ways that I had never really been tempted before as far as just the way that I wanted to live and things like that. And then there was also me being very sinful just in my thoughts and in my actions and things like that. Um, And so my faith was super shaky. Um, So another sort of passage that I went back to a lot was... um, In 2nd Corinthians chapter 1. Uh, This is 2nd Corinthians 1 verse 21. Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us, and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. Um, Even a little bit before that, Paul writes, and he describes God as the Father of all compassion and the God of all comfort. Um, For me, like, there were a lot of, there were certain points just throughout that sort of semester abroad that I really had to think, like, dang, like, these are the promises that God has made for me, you know? Like, I was baptized, I was anointed, you know? He gave me his Holy Spirit as a deposit that is guaranteeing what is to come, and I really had to take a lot of, like, to reflect that, to kind of ground myself just sort of amongst all of these different things that were kind of happening. Um, And so that, I think, was just sort of just another sort of milestone for me is learning how do I have my own faith that sort of I personally own and kind of have. Um, And another thing that I really realized that, like, I really took kind of the church here for granted. Um, I took the times of fellowship that we have, the times like this and how important they are. Just I mean, we all live pretty much like within a five to ten minute like difference of each other and so it's so easy just to see one another and that's something that's just so awesome um, and that's something that's so great that we get to experience and so I really kind of have learned to cherish these times but at the same time like these gathering points can't be sort of my own sort of soul sustenance of what I need um, so yeah that was kind of junior year and then senior year um, I don't know it's just been really great Um, lately, I think, I mean, there have been just a lot of victories just in my life, just with kind of sin and things like that, that have been really awesome. Um, there have also been times of me kind of questioning, you know, what is my next step after this, after being in Clemson? You know, where do I go? How do I trust in God for this? And how do I sort of begin to sort of have faith for those things? Um, but I mean, all in all, like, I'm so just incredibly grateful just for y'all here, um, I mean, I never in a million years thought that I would have, you know, made that decision fully or I thought, I don't know. Anyways, it's confusing. But anyways, I love you guys a lot. I'm so grateful just for the relationships that I've had with y'all. You know, there have been things that I've been able to share with people that like never in a million years that I thought that I would actually like share this with someone. Um, Just to have those relationships are just so incredibly important and crucial. And so I just want to thank y'all for that. Um, And I love y'all guys. And thank you.